everyone. Welcome on in to another edition of Cat Tales, the Weber State Athletics Podcast. I'm Paul Grua, and joined alongside by Jerry Bovey, the Athletic Director at Weber State. Jerry, another podcast today, and we are excited for today's guest, a All-American, Andrew Vollard from the Weber State football team is senior. Andrew, thanks for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me. We are glad to have you today, and uh, Andrew is a uh, consensus second-team All-American. He is a back-to-back All-American, earned it twice as a junior and as a senior last year, of course, helping the Wildcats to that record-setting historic year last year. Uh, earned second-team All-American by the Associated Press, the Stats, and the AFCA, and uh, just all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Academic, Big Sky Scholar, Athlete, Academic All District by Cosida. We could just go on and on. Two-time All-American. Oh, right. I'm not all that. Come on, now. only the 12th player in Weber State history to earn uh, first-team All Honors twice in a career. How about that? So there you go. Big Sky. Yeah. Yeah, that'll change the next couple of years. Weber oh, State hopefully. gets better and better. All right, so let's go back. We're going to talk about your draft preparations. We're going to talk about the East-West Shrine game that you participated in and some of those fun things. And we want to talk about your memories and what we're doing at Jerry Bogey's watching the Cubs play. But anyway. Yeah, I'm watching the Cubs <laughs> too, man. <laughs> okay. So uh, we'll go back. Uh, you uh, are native of San Mateo, California. And you know you didn't have you didn't have a lot of offers coming out of college, did you? Right, uh, actually had zero. Um, zero. Okay, that's not a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's Total. less than not a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I ended up uh, walking on to San Jose State out of high school. Um, the only really opportunity I had to play any sense of big time football. Um, I was getting recruited by UC Davis. Thought they would offer me a scholarship, and didn't end up happening. You know, ended up working out for the best, obviously for me. Um, yeah, but started at San Jose State, uh, was there for two years, um, and I, I had a good time there, uh, played a lot, played a little basketball there, and it, it, it just wasn't the right fit for me, though, so it just didn't end up working out there. You played a little basketball as well at San Jose State. Right, yeah, that was my redshirt freshman year. They uh, needed a couple football guys for three games, uh, and I was one of those guys that was chosen, and, you know, it, it was a little different. It was athletes or something else, but you know I had a good time competing. And uh, you know my claim to fame there is uh, one for one on three pointers, thousand percent, three point percent, better yeah. than, so better what, than Damian Lillard. Like the country. Right? What, year, what year would that have been? That was two thousand fourteen and two thousand fourteen, two thousand fifteen. Right after. Right, right after, after we would have played them. Yeah, exactly. What was Dave's three point percentage here? Uh, I'll, I'll look. I'll get back with you in a second. Right. You don't know. Not as good as yours. No, that's what I'm no. saying. Dusty Baker just finished his career, 47 percent all-time leader. So yeah, he can shoot it, man. Yeah, yeah, <clears> that's he's, for he's sure. A good player. After San Jose State, you went to San Francisco City College and played for one season as well. Right. Yeah. So I decided to go there, take a chance on myself. Uh, you know, I went to high school in San Francisco at St. Ignatius, so I thought the junior college right by there was the best fit for me. Um, you know, I had fun there. We ended up 12 and one. Uh, we're state champs um, at the junior college level, and it 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 was it was a struggle for me a little bit there, just because I got hurt and I was battling injuries, and I tried to rush back uh, too quick from a, a couple injuries that I shouldn't have, and my film wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. But you know, overall, just leaving San Jose State um, was a good decision for me, and going to going to City College was you know, ultimately what I needed to do. And I love the story about after that and how you were found by Weber State. And those are things that wouldn't have happened uh, 10, 15 years ago. But the way the way you were found is pretty amazing. Right, yeah. Uh, coach Myers, the uh, associate coach here and um, offensive line coach, found my film on Twitter and just started watching highlights. And 
So you didn't send it to him. He just saw it. He just right? saw it on Twitter. So uh, junior college scouting service retweeted my highlight link, and he he said he was waiting uh, to meet with a recruit, and you know he just started watching the film, and he, he liked what I saw, what he saw, and uh, was on a visit a couple of days later, and you know fell in love with the staff and Coach Hill and you know athletic director, director Jerry Bovey at my visit, and it just. You know, I remember yeah. that visit. You yeah. know, sometimes Jerry, recruiting is certainly not an exact science, and sometimes you just stumble on things like that. It, it works out sometimes. It, it happens that way a lot, yeah. actually. Uh, but I remember that visit. I remember when you came up, and they were really excited about you. And it didn't take long before we started to see the potential um, that you had. So, were there others out of the junior college that, that even? I mean, you just were lost. Yeah, I mean, yeah, essentially, I. I did, Weber State was my only uh, only offer, actually. Um, I mean, you know how recruiting is. You're getting heavy interest from a school one week, and then they're not even yeah. talking to you the next week. So that, that's kind of how it was. So after your first year, year here, did you start to hear through back channels? Because sometimes that happens. You come you come out, you make a splash, you become an All-American. You start to get back channels of people saying, hey, maybe we missed there. Would you like to move, or would you like – did you get any of that? Uh, I mean, you hear things, but, you know, I was so happy with my situation here. I was – Never thought twice about my decision to come here. That's great. Pretty remarkable. Not recruited at all to uh, to a two time All American. Uh, what did you know about Weber State when Coach Myers and others reached out to you? Uh, so I knew Damian Lillard went there, and that was probably <laughs> the only thing. It. Honestly, yeah. Um, yeah, and I didn't even know it was in Utah. It was in the <laughs> Big Sky Conference. Um, probably called it Weber. I didn't know if it was Weber or Weber, <laughs> and my, my mom for like. Two or three weeks didn't know if it was Weaver or whatever, but um, we know now. You're not the only we, one. we know now. Yes. Yeah, yep. exactly. Well, you know, let's talk a little bit about some of your your memories as a junior. You come in as a Big Sky newcomer of the year. Uh, the team was on a, on a rise up, and, and uh, you know what stands out uh, from that year uh, in your first time playing. You played all twelve games and, and earned all American honors. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that year was a ton of fun. Um, you know. Making the playoffs was obviously awesome. Uh, you know, just every day competing with the guys at practice and every week at the games was just something I'll never forget. Um, you know, it starts with the coaching staff. Jay Hill's awesome. Um, and my position coach that year, Colton Swan, was also one of the guys who recruited me. Um, he just made football fun every day. You know, sometimes when football's a grind, especially during fall camp, Coach Swan really did a good job of keeping me motivated and making sure I got better and progressed every single day. Um, you know, so, so that really stands out. And, you know, that, that Southern Utah game, I, I always go back to that for uh, that 2016 season. That was a ton of fun. Uh, what was it, 23 points? Yeah. And 23 with 7.15 to yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they were uh, – so that, that's a funny one for us because we have this goofy little trophy. I shouldn't say it like that. We have a trophy. It's going to get better. Trophy's going to get better, but we have this trophy and and the Beehive Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, we had had it. We didn't even know it was called that. Yeah, though, well, yeah, we didn't know about it. Yeah, but they were kind of lining up. I'd, I'd gone through the press box and I heard some chatter in one of the boxes up there. I won't. It, the athletics director's not there anymore, but I heard some chatter in their box about silver. You know, we got this trophy again, and I, and I thought a trophy. I didn't know about a trophy. This is during the game. Just during the game. It's over. <laughs> Fourth quarter, over <laughs> down down the field, and then just systematically, we started to just unleash a reign of terror on on the Thunderbirds, and 
it wasn't over. I mean, it was over when it was over. Right. It was shocking off, and the trophy came over and was just kind of handed to me, and that was it. So that's yeah. The, that was the trophy that had our old logo on there and everything. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. you caught the uh, eleven yard touchdown pass from Jadrian right late with a couple minutes left, and yeah, just a remarkable game. Right. Yeah, that was. And just after the game, the, the locker room is probably the most fun atmosphere I've yeah. ever been a part of. That yeah. thing was awesome. <laughs> Pretty remarkable. You were uh, roommates with Jadrian, is that right? I was, yeah. yeah. He uh, kind of led me through my, my first my first whole year at Weber State. Kind of a mentor, and I'm forever grateful. That was good for the tight end to be friends with the quarterback, right? Oh, that's, absolutely. I've always got to make sure I'm best friends with the quarterback. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So you, talk, you mentioned uh, the way we travel, the way – Talk a little bit about, is, is that different than any, I mean, Coach Hill, sometimes you guys go to a movie on the road. Tell us a little bit about that preparation and how that helps you. Right, yeah. Um, yeah Coach Hill, su- super, I don't, I don't want to say lenient, but he, he lets the players be themselves in a sense that when we travel, we're able to hang out with each other and kind of do our own thing and explore the town, go see a movie, go eat dinner where we want to. Um, That's a lot different from my experience at San Jose State. When we traveled, we stayed in the hotel the entire time, had hotel food only, and that that just gets kind of mundane after a while. And It's just two different philosophies, and I just, you know, I really was drawn to Coach Coach Hill's philosophy there, just being able to hang with the guys, and I really think that helped with our team chemistry. I also watched, um, especially this last year, as we got near the end, and it's, you, then you get into the playoffs, that's the third season, and it can become a grind because you've played all year through the injuries and everything. We were fresh. We were There was a different vibe in the team, and I think sometimes the way you travel early and taking care of your bodies has an effect late in the season too. Did, did you experience that, or did, it was it different? Yeah, it was no, certainly different for me from my perspective. Yeah, hundred percent. It it makes it so the season doesn't seem so long. Um, you know, you you think it's week six or seven, and it's that you've actually played eleven games. Um, it just it keeps your keeps you mentally fresh. Um, you know, that, that's one of the, one of my favorite things about playing at Weber State. We're talking with Andrew Vollert, uh, two time All American, a tight end at Weber State, just finished his career and just went through pro day and. Part of the East-West Shrine game, we're going to talk about all his pro preparations coming up as well. As you look back on this last year, just an unbelievable, memorable year. Going into it, what did you, you know, came, coming off the playoffs in 2016, what was the team's a- attitude and expectations going into this year? Uh, yeah, going into 2017 year, the biggest thing was to win the Big Sky. Uh, we broke the majority of our practices and our workouts with Big Sky champs. Uh, so, so that was our that was our end goal. And, you know, we were we were close in 2016. I think we finished third, mm-hmm. a couple games away there. And you know, we knew we had the the pieces and the necessary players to to win the Big Sky in 2017. So, so that was our ultimate goal, and you know, we, we ended up doing it, and that was awesome. Absolutely, just it's such an incredible career, incredible season it was. And you had 61 catches for 773 yards and five touchdowns this last year as a senior. Uh, personally, individually, did you start? I mean, you start thinking, "This is my senior year. I know I, I want to play pro." Does that stuff get into your mind throughout the year, or how much does it? Uh, a little bit. Um, I mean, it's always been a, a dream of mine to play in the pros, but you know, I was having so much fun, so I didn't think about it a whole lot. Um, you know, I was just focused on playing my best every week, and you know, helping leading my team to a to a, yeah. a Big Sky Championship. Um, and you had a different quarterback as well. Stephen Cantwell came in, 
Different from Jadrian, very different to how they played. But boy, what a year Steph had too. Yeah, very different from Jadrian, but uh, you know they're both great in their own right. And, and Steph was great for us this year. Um, you know he can put the ball where you want, and he's such a great leader. He's very mature and commands the huddle, and you know he knows what he's doing on every single play. And it, it, it was it was great playing with him. He's also probably the most competitive guy I've ever played with. Yeah, the, the guy just wants to win. Yeah. You saw him put on some hits. Occasionally, he throw an interception and take a guy out. Just oh, crazy yeah. for a quarterback. <laughs> so interesting how we start the season at Cal. I mean, before Andrew Bollard's ever part of this program or even in the thought process, we schedule a game, what, four or five years yeah. ago with Cal? Just happens to be hometown. Talk a little bit about going back to your hometown and how fun that was. To And then we almost pull off the, the upset there. Yeah, uh, that game still stings, actually. Uh, I mean, we were had the lead in the fourth quarter and you know a couple of plays went differently I think we could have had that game because you know we we played toe-to-toe with them we did um, yeah but that game was awesome uh, just playing in front of I think I had a hundred or something family and friends there uh, playing in my backyard just you know I had guys I haven't even seen in 10 years coming to watch me play uh, and I saw after the game and you know that, that was a super cool experience um, a couple of little quotes in the paper I liked reading we Paul and I talked about you know just subtle little digs, like hey, you know, they didn't, they ignored me. Yeah, well, here I am playing here, and yeah. that was kind of fun. Yeah, that whole article is blown a little bit out of proportion. <laughs> <laughs> um, now wait a second, media never blow no. any article. No, that never happens. That. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I would have loved to go to Cal, but that was never like a a dream school for me. But um, I mean, yeah, they, they did never recruit me, so so it was kind of fun to be back in your hometown and just play well and. And the team played well. You know, that was a day for me too. I we we talked a little bit off before we so we started the podcast with your parents to see their pride in you. I was able to. I mean, they had a little tailgate downtown, um, and I I popped in and said hello. And and that was a big day for your folks to have all those people that that love you um, and were so proud of you. And that was a big day. Big day for them. Yeah, they, they had a ton of fun, and you know, I'm super lucky to you know ha- have those those two parents have kind of guided me throughout my life so far. The good people. A couple rapid-fire questions. Best player you played against in college? Taron Johnson. There you go. Taron likes that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you played against him every day, basically, right? Yeah, I love going up against him. Yes. What makes him so good? He's physical at the line. Um, he's got good feet. Um, he can run. He knows what he's doing. He's got good hips. Um, he, he knows football. There's, a, I think, a lot of... A lot of defenders don't really know football. They don't know a full route tree. They don't think like a offensive player. But you know, going against TJ was kind of just getting into a different thing, a different box. You you uh, wasn't always going to beat him physically, so I had to beat him mentally. But he's so sharp mentally, is you know, so it was just a lot of fifty fifty battles. And so just going against him was the last two years was a blast. And that certainly didn't help for game prep because that's right. When the toughest guy you might face every He's week, in practice, that's in practice. A good thing. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 123 catches in your career, most memorable catch. Um, I would probably say Western Illinois. Um, not not the one handed. One handed. It was the touchdown. Okay. Because um, I, I kind of got a little momentum. If you had there. scored on the one handed one, it might have been. Might have been. Yeah. Um, that no. was a special catch. But. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got hawked in the three-yard line, though. No, <laughs> uh, no, I'm talking about the, the the touchdown in the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, yeah I remember. Fessy called, called me on a double move, a slant and go. 
and he pretty much said win, and Steph threw a perfect ball, and, you know, I ran a good enough route, and I just, I still remember the ball in the air, and I was like, this is going to be six. That um, was a special night, the sunset, I mean, just everything yeah. about that night was, First home was playoff amazing. Game. First yeah. home playoff game, yeah. the crowd was electric. I still, I mean, to this day, that was probably the most fun I've ever had for a three, four-hour period. It was just... Eight catches, 112 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. A good game, too. That was a blast. The next week, the win in Southern Utah. Again, after the after the regular season loss, going down there again. Do they still have the Beehive Trophy? Yeah, they do. The playoff game doesn't count, but we've got the playoff win. They made up a rule that you know that's just regular season. But I'll take playoff wins. Oh, absolutely, but over and trophy left no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag left no doubt. Well, I remember after the we were co big Scott champs. And I just all over social media, the Southern Utah brass is going okay. real big. They, they didn't like that we called ourselves champs too. Yeah, because yeah. they beat us head to head. But <laughs> two weeks later, you kind of eating your own bullet there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, and going to play well in Southern. This Utah is this will be good. <laughs> is there one play you wish you could have back? Uh, yes. I would. If I give you a mulligan, what would you take? It would be the Cal game. Um, I caught, it was third and eight. We're up three points beginning of the fourth quarter. I catch uh, an out and up 25 yards, and I'm running, and the guy strips me, and Kyle recovers at the 50-yard line. Um, probably the big, biggest <laughs> regret almost yeah. of, of, of the season there. I didn't mean to bring up the bad memories. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you play enough football, yeah, bad things happen, yeah. Andrew Vollert, our uh, – uh, Two-time All-American with us today on, on our Cattails podcast. Uh, he has gone through the East-West Shrine game. Now that your career is over, went through the East-West Shrine game. What was that experience like? Uh, that was fun. That was a ton of fun. Um, it was in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, I think one of the coolest things was going to Shriners Hospital and, and playing with the kids. Um, you know, just it kind of makes you take a step back and realize that you know life is bigger than football and. You can affect so many different people's lives, but just simple interactions. Um, and just going to the hospital and seeing the kids' faces light up when you play with them or even talk to them. Um, you know, that was something that I won't forget. Good for you. Uh, and then just recently did a pro day here at Weber State as well. You've been working out, uh, of course, all winter, getting ready for pro day in the draft. I'm sure you hear so many things from your agent, from all kinds of teams and stuff. What, what do you? What, how much do you read into all that, and what do they? What do you hear? I, I try not to read into it because um, I could be Google searching stuff all yeah. day, and you know I just I, I just don't do that. Um, you know, my motto is control what you can control. It's actually the the screensaver on my phone, and I'm just trying to do everything I can to give myself the best opportunity to play at the next level. And you know, whatever happens, happens. Well, it's going to be exciting as the draft gets closer, and. Uh you know, you have a, a potential certainly to play somewhere. Uh, you are a communication major and uh, earned some academic honors as well. I, a Big Sky Scholar athlete and academic all district honor. If you couldn't play football or when football is done, what do you think you want to do? Uh, I haven't thought a whole lot about it. Um, <laughs> I've always loved sports, um, so I, I wouldn't mind doing something in, in that realm. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> you can join our. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, just. I have a broadcast and radio, something like that. Um, you know, I've, I've always loved sports, and I, I can't imagine doing something else. It's pretty fun. Pretty fun to be around in whatever capacity it is, for sure. 
Uh, Jerry, he's one of uh, one of my favorites that I've dealt with the last few years. Uh, just a lot of fun. So easy to work with the media and, and talking. Even though sometimes you didn't want to talk, but I know you have. You, you still had to do it. You always had fun with so it. So I think now we can reveal that I knew if he was going to have a good game or not but based on his helmet. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. That was always the thing. So I was always watching. If he needed to pump up his helmet, yeah. then, then we're good. Or I mean, it was always about that helmet pressure. Yeah. And if it wasn't right... He just wasn't right on, right? Yeah, I mean, you didn't realize that probably, not, but you're not wrong. No, I watched that all year long. I'd ask Jake, "Okay, how we doing? Is it helm- his helmet's good today?" Well, then I knew he was going to go off, and you you usually did. Yeah, uh, yeah, J- Jake, the equipment guys, he, he he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he, yeah. he knew he yeah. had to get you. I said, "Get him right." We gotta have him right all the time. Get him yeah. right. <laughs> yes, it's been and fun. It's been fun to interact. We were talking a little bit before, and you know, for me is. In my role as athletics director, I love to I occasionally walk through a locker room. I, I'm on the flight with them. I'm on the sideline. That's a fun part of what we get to do, Paul. And, and we'll always have amazing yeah. memories of, of having Andrew here. Um, he's a quintessential Wildcat and uh, will wow. always be a That's Wildcat. A big word. <laughs> yeah, a big your communication Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and he's always got a smile on his face and always upbeat and positive, And I know he's going to be successful whatever he does. Absolutely. And best of luck. Yeah, you're, you're pleased with your pro day performance. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I knew I could put up put up good numbers, and I, and I think I did that. And so that is, yeah. again, we were talking. He expected it. So when I yeah. said, "Hey, good numbers," he's like, "Well, yeah, but I expected." That's what it. I, I knew I could do it. And, yeah, but yeah, but you know, when you compare it to everyone else at the combine, you're right there at the top. Well, yeah, but I expected it. And so you're going to get that out of Andrew. He's just okay. Don't get too excited. Don't get too high with the highs. Too low with the lows. Yeah. Um, as I've done exit interviews this year with his teammates, he came up in almost every conversation as one of those leaders. And, and again, he'll shake it off and say, well, I, I'm not a rah-rah guy. Now, sometimes the best leaders are the ones that just lead by example, solid, not too high with the highs or too low with the lows, and your teammates definitely saw that. So we're, we're appreciative that Absolutely. you would come to Weber State and uh, represent as you did. So if there was a recruit out there or someone thinking about coming to Weber State to play football, what would you tell them? Uh, I tell them a lot of things. I I would say if football is a priority and you want to get better as a football player and you want to win a lot of football games, uh, come to Weber State. Um, but more importantly, if you want to grow as a person and get taken care of by the athletic director and Coach Hill and the whole football staff, and you want to become, turn, into a, turn into a true man by the time you leave college, um, I would say go to Weber State 100%. And, you know the the guys here are awesome. The, the teammates here, I've made lifelong friends and guys that'll be in my wedding. Um, you know for sure. Just, that, that's the kind of guy that goes to Weber State. And you know if Weber State offers a kid and that kid passes up, I mean he better be going to a big time program or something because it it doesn't get a whole lot better than Weber State in my opinion. Well, thank you, and and we we want to thank you. Speaking for Wildcat fans as well of, of uh, having the success to watch you. And, well, individually, personally, not even on the football field, but what have you? How much have you grown as an individual over the last few years? Oh, a ton. Um, yeah, just you know, work ethic. I feel like I've grown up, grown up a lot the last last two years. Um, and that, that just comes from you know, Coach Hill being hands on and some certain things and hands off, and he knows exactly what he's doing. And just you know, I, I hit my stride when I got to Weber State, and you know. I, had a, had a great two years here. You you uh, played for a lot of different coaches 
um, and I always ask this: the, what is there a magic sauce to being a good coach? And if if there is, what is it? <laughs> it's funny you ask that because I've had a ton of coaches. I've had six tight end coaches yeah. in five years, um, three different head coaches, four different offensive coordinators. I think you know, and every coach is different, and some styles work better than others um, for certain players. But you know, I, I think the the positive, upbeat guy who can inspire a team every day and get the team taking positive steps every single day. I think that's that's the best coach. Um, you know, someone who knows when to be, knows when to be hard and knows when to lighten up and that find that, that can find that perfect balance. I think that that's the coach there. Well, big things ahead for this young man, Jerry. No question. I agree. It's going to be fun to watch. Best of luck as you go through the pro process and start with free agent camps and and all the NFL things and. And uh, just remember us. Don't forget about us when you're big time. Oh, absolutely not. I'm remember not. who helped you get your Cosida all this hey, academic hey, district. I'm hanging that up on my fridge. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Andrew Vollard, uh, Weber State Cedar tight end and All-American. Thanks for joining us on today's Wildcat uh, Cattails podcast. And best of luck. Appreciate it. Right. Thanks so much for having me.